I have a feeling I might upset some people by saying this, <laughs> but I definitely started out with the definitely like the hustler 24-7 mentality of like, I have to be working on this every single second or like the world will explode. I don't know, but it would, you know, I'd be a failure and everything would be bad. Um, but I've realized that especially since many roads to entrepreneurship do take such a long time um, that you really do need to like actually have a life that it, that is not your business. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Eliza Harkins of Kipic. Eliza, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Eliza so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Eliza is the CEO and founder of Kipit, a packing must-have device that scans your luggage and reminds you of forgotten items. Kipit is patented an award-winning product that is launching at the end of the year. And previously, Eliza worked at Bloomberg and got her MBA at Cornell University. Eliza, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So uh, to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, you know, way, way back, I think I always knew that I was going to strike out on my own. You know, when I was a kid, I was always coming up with like my own projects, like outside of school to do. Um, so I, I always liked kind of they're not being anything and then I come along and then like something exists <laughs> it's why I did my engineering degree and then it's eventually why I did this um so I did my MBA program with the idea that I would start a company and I had all these ideas these frankly very like lofty uh <laughs> things that I wanted to tackle and then one day I was showing up to class, I kept forgetting things that I needed through the day. And it was so annoying that, you know, I had a 45 minute commute and I would forget something. <laughs> um, and I was like, wouldn't it be great if like some, my phone or something would just tell me uh, that I was forgetting something before I left the house. Um, and that just really resonated with people around me. And I heard more stories about people missing their flights and their vacations were ruined or that like they stopped eating healthy because they kept forgetting to bring their healthy lunch to work. Um, you know, just so many stories like that. Um, and it really made me realize that this was a problem and that there wasn't anything out there that was really getting at what the issue was. Um, and so that's how I came up with Kip It. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and as somebody who often forgets things um, and tries to put literally everything I need to take with me, you know, in front of the door. So hopefully I won't keep, yeah. <laughs> I won't forget it. I completely know that pain, but I, I love like in true entrepreneurial form, form and definitely related to like, uh, you know, what you were talking about with your background in engineering. I think so many times we see problems, but it's a true entrepreneur or business owner or CEO, whatever side of we give that actually decides to create something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it has to, um, 
it ha there has to be an insight that that doesn't exist before because obviously when I was looking into this I don't know if you've heard of Tile or the Apple AirTags you know those sort of Bluetooth chips um, but when I talked to people who actually owned them it was like 88% of people had stopped using them within a year basically because it didn't really it required too much change on their end you know you've got this big chip it doesn't fit on a lot of stuff uh, the battery dies and then you have to replace the whole thing um, and then primarily it wasn't actually pre uh, preventative like it wasn't actually getting to you like when you were leaving the house you know the, the exact moment that you'd want to know that you were missing something it wasn't going to be there for you you still had to think where is where are my keys you know um so that was really the kind of insight. Um, and I think a key part of entrepreneurship is, is really getting down in the weeds and, and talking to people on that granular level because you get those insights. You get the people saying like, I know where my keys are, but I left them. So it's no use to me now when I'm locked out of my house, you know? Mm. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. This is why I, I, you know, I love those examples that you gave because it de definitely sounds like that, you know, those granular conversations where you realize that something might quote unquote exist, but it doesn't really solve that that pressing issue of the real um, thing that people are having, you know, problems with. And I think, like you said, you know, forgetting your lunch or forgetting your keys when you're locked out, like, of course, you know where they are, but that doesn't help you to kind of mm. alleviate that problem at the next time or the time after that. So I love that you created that, uh, for lack of a better term, better mousetrap um, <laughs> to be able to do that. Um, so I, I know you touched a little bit upon how it works. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and, and how it serves the clients and works for the clients that you work with? Yeah, so um, basically the product itself, um, it's this flexible liner. You just kind of Velcro it into any backpack or suitcase that you currently own. Um, and it's basically turns your, your whole bag into one big RFID reader. Like when you scan your badge in to go to work back when <laughs> offices were a thing, <laughs> um, it basically turns your whole suitcase into that. Um, and so on everything you want to keep track of, you just put a little flat sticker on, you slap it on, and then you forget all about it. Um, and then you can just go about your day as you pack. Um, it'll recognize those tags. Um, and then you have two options. One is on our accompanying app, you can press scan and it will run through everything that's in your bag versus what you want to have. And will let you know if anything's missing. Or if you just pick up your bag and start walking away, it will run the scan automatically. And if you are missing anything, it will let you know on your phone. Um, or in certain cases, the whole bag will start beeping at you that you've forgotten something. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And you might have already touched on this, but this could be for your business, yourself personally, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I would probably say my empathy. Um, because I truly believe like no matter what kind of product or service that you're starting, um, there has to be an emotional core that's at the center of, of everything that you do, um, everything that you make, even if it's like a, a SaaS like <laughs> business model software that like helps you do HR, there's still this emotional component of these HR managers wanting to do their job more effectively to, to reach their employees uh, more effectively. You know, there, there's still people behind that and there's still emotions going on no matter how analytical and cold you think the problem is. 
So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, it could be a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yes. Um, so I guess I have a couple things. Um, one is a an old school book. <laughs> it's um, I th I think it's called The Art of Stress Free Productivity. It's by David Allen. Um, and what I really like, one, it's so prescriptive. Um, there's so many books out there that are like do affirmations, and you know, not that that's not useful, but it's like so general and vague that you're sort of like okay but where do I start but this guy really like says concrete steps of like here's like go like go to the stationery shop and like here's your list of things to buy and like here's how you set it up so it's like in that sense it's it's really nice um and the system that he has in place is actually a much more universal system so it actually will teach you how to like deal with everything in your life not just work but like any kind of task that you need to do he sort of has like a collect and then like sorting system um so now well I used to have like four Trello boards now I just have one mm. um and that makes things like a lot easier just to to streamline um that out so what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget, which is kind of more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice often say you might tell a client or if you happen to a time machine you might tell your younger business self yeah, um, I guess this like flows into what we were just talking about. And I have a feeling I might upset some people by saying this, <laughs> but I definitely started out with the definitely like the hustler 24 seven mentality of like, I have to be working on this every single second or like the world will explode. I don't know, but it would, you know, I'd be a failure and everything would be bad. Um, but I've realized that especially since many roads to entrepreneurship do take such a long time um, that you really do need to like actually have a life that it, that is not your business. Um, you need to have your time for exercising you need or, or you know getting your body moving somehow you need to have time for friends and that kind of rejuvenating um, time for you like whatever kind of hobby that you might be able to do for a little bit of time just to like connect with a different part of yourself um because again like we need to be I think it honestly makes me better at my job to like be a complete person um to like remind me why I'm doing this um to not get lost in the weeds I think it's so essential I, I love yeah. that uh that uh, nugget. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Eliza, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, I mean, again, like for me that the, I guess it, it's, it's like a founder more than a CEO, but like bringing something from zero to one is like, it's the most frustrating process, but it's like the most fascinating for me. Um, just like something that never existed before and like now does exist now as its own patented product. So I know that it doesn't exist because, <laughs> because uh, all the, the inspectors have told me so. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that that's it. Um, and then, yeah, like 
when you're a CEO, like so much of your time is dealing with people. So just feeding back into the same theme, it's, it's, it's dealing with the people around you, either in your company, your clients, partners that you work with, all of that stuff. Nice. I, I love that definition and, and that perspective. And yes, you're absolutely right. I, I love how you kind of talked about the, the frustrating part as well, too, because I think so many times we forget there's two sides of the coin and the mm. thing that sometimes can light us up the most sometimes can be the things that frustrate us the mo most. Oh, yes. And I think you're, you're trying to create <laughs> sometimes in a new. single day. Exactly. It's the worst thing ever. Exactly. The roller coaster ride of uh, entrepreneurship, especially startups as well, is, is true. So, I love that, you know, perspective and understanding, again, that human aspect, but also understanding, like being able to kind of take something that didn't exist and actually bring it to life. And, yeah. and uh, it's truly one of the most, you know, captivating and exciting things. And like we said, you know, as well, sometimes can be frustrating when we're trying to get over that, that hump and that hill. So um, yeah. Eliza, truly appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like the, the thing about that zero to one journey is that I found that that's also like the loneliest spot because, few people are going to very special, but few people are going to jump in with you when you just have a vision that's not based off of anything. Um, and then as soon as it does exist, as soon as that little one, like, I don't know, the stone has rolled the one time, then like suddenly people start like flooding in because everyone loves to help you go from small to big, but from zero to small <laughs> is a space that's very scary for a lot yeah. of people. Absolutely. And I appreciate you sharing that so much because I think um, in and of itself, like running a business, being an entrepreneur is can be very, very lonely. But to me, and I don't know if you, you feel this exact same way, I think that when you're innovating and you're doing something that's completely not done and that hasn't been done before, mm. it could be even lonelier because you're taking that and, you know, times it by, you know, whatever, 100,000, yeah. I don't know, if something I, like that. If I had the number of people who told me that this was either a bad idea or that you know I shouldn't <laughs> spend my time doing this when I could easily get a job in tech or something like that um, I'd have enough money that I wouldn't even need a series a you know <laughs> I'm kidding, but, <laughs> but, you, but uh, you do get a lot of opinions from people it's like one of the only things like if you're at a cocktail party and someone says like they're a lawyer people aren't gonna like tell you how to do your job <laughs> as, as a lawyer but if you say you're a startup founder like get ready for like nonstop advice. I mean, it's, it's some of it's actually being terrific and great advice, um, but you will, it will like stop the conversation. People want to know because startup and founder is exciting and then people are going to start giving their input. It's just, it's just the natural way of things. Yes, absolutely. Anybody who ever uh, watched an episode of Shark Tank has their insight and their and their um their perspective on things, and that's yeah. great <laughs> to try to be able to hear from at times. But at times, um, you kind of have to understand that sometimes people can only see uh, what's in their life or what they see exists. So sometimes you might have those naysayers, those people that say they can't come to fruition. So um, I love that you powered through and you've been able to kind of create something that's really, really phenomenal. So Eliza, truly appreciate that. Of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to yeah, do is just yeah. pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Yeah, so I think by the time this podcast goes out, um, we should have done our pr little pre-launch. Um, so if you go to www.kipit, so K-I-P-I-T.co, um, 
hopefully like you'll be able to to buy one um since this is our like debut it will be heavily discounted um so if you're interested in this product now is the time to get it because the prices will go up pretty significantly after that um so you can either go to the website and buy it there or sign up for our email list so you can uh be the first to know when it does go out Awesome. 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 We'll definitely have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And, and like we've kind of been talking about a little bit. Yes, we, um, there's definitely benefits to being a first mover. So get that opportunity to kind of take advantage of that, but, um, truly appreciate you taking time out, of course, being on the show. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by CB nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.